Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me. This is Richard Listens, and this is the Richard Listens Show. I'm grateful for all the wonderful contributions and guests we've been having lately. East Coast version. Uh, so we're doing it early over here in Los Angeles. But if you want to create a podcast and you want to have guests, you've got to get flexible and meet your guests where they're at. Um, I've used my one-day reprieve uh, called... Log Omer, which is a spiritual day of appreciation, gratitude, and miracles, often celebrated by bonfires and cookouts and things of that nature if we were not in quarantine time. Uh, today we have a friend of mine and colleague who is also an expert in the neuroemotional technique. He's a therapist, a spokesman, a coach, and um He's going to talk to us a little bit about the ways he's grown his podcast, uh, which is highly successful and continues to grow a practice on the East Coast, even as we move forward through quarantine and beyond. Uh, thank to all of you who are tuning in. As always, please check me out uh, on um, Instagram at Richard Listens. And if you can, uh, please go to my patreon.com slash Richard Listens page to figure out a way to donate subscribe or support okay without further ado my guest joining us in between his busy cram schedule down in florida thank you so much for uh being with us author speaker therapist podcaster extraordinaire host of you winning life uh mr jason wasser thank you so much thank you for having me so i'm not the, the book is the books are not yet out they're in they're in uh they're in the works but it's it, it will soon be added to the title and that's uh good positive thinking on your side <laughs> <laughs> well i see i see a lot of parallels between us and and i was trying to stay up till 1 30 in the morning trying to put together paragraphs like at some stage like when you're in the trenches like i admire all writers who do this all the time because the levels of like 
separating technique from form from your voice from uh all the other hands that try and get in there um and yeah but as it is with that my guess is that it is with everything else when we're when you're trying to put out your ultimate truest product which is yourself on any platform right whether it's your performance athlete whether you're a musician whether you're working as an entrepreneur whether you're in a family and you're trying to be the best version of yourself in a relationship or whatever that dynamic is right how much influence do we have around us to actually just be truly us with the benefit of everybody else uplifting us by you know whatever resources we can tap into so yeah totally spot on with the same thing for being an author <laughs> yeah all right, and are you wearing the state of Florida today? Is that I, I am wearing it's my Jimmy Buffett A1A Florida <laughs> T-shirt. Uh, just happen to put it on right now that I'm working from home. I have the benefit of uh, no longer having to. Uh, I don't buy into that belief that you you know that as a therapist I have to dress a certain way. My 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 private practice is very casual, jeans and a polo shirt. Um, shoes sometimes came off halfway through the day anyway. Uh, I like it. I don't know if you've intentionally staged this, but for those of you not watching the video, I mean, you have your bike ready to go out and take care of, you know, some self-care with a helmet and you have your tar and then you have your, your family room logo. I mean, banner, right? yep. Yep. It's all, <laughs> this is my, my, my second home, my second room, my, my condo has become my home office. And, um, you know, it's representative of everything I'm trying to do, right? It's mind, body, spirit. So, you know, the, the body is the bike, the spirit is the music, and the mind has to be taking care of all those three things, right, as a, as a practitioner. So I have to be living as an embodiment of that. Um, as, Good as point, a, yeah. And we, we hear that and we, and we talk about that a lot as a therapist. How much more important has that been to you uh, since, you know, corona began and did it begin the same time in, in florida around mid-march yeah, I mean, we were i think california and us were kind of around the same you guys were a little bit more extreme and thankfully i think you guys are you know had a little bit more of a better handle on things because it was such a massive breakout so fast um i mean florida is just a mess when it comes to policies and who's handling and not only the government side but also how people are not taking this so seriously um those who are are those who are not are not but um, yeah, one of the things I had to commit to when I realized that I came home from a trip uh, the second to last weekend of March and um, got off a plane from a conference I was hosting with a buddy of mine for entrepreneurs. And that was it. That was the last time I went to Trader Joe's within a day or two. I filled up my gas tank. I went over to my office to pick up some supplies and I have not formally been out for anything outside of going to do exercise. Um, on a consistent basis. I'm not traveling anywhere. I haven't seen my family. They all live here within 20 minutes away. We're not even, you know, I saw my dad for the first time last week, but at 20 feet away, um, not even inside the house. So we're on my side, I'm taking it very seriously because it's more of the asymptomatic concerns and I have the symptomatic concerns. So, um, and I want to protect people. I don't want to have to go to bed at night thinking, God forbid, I don't, do I know if I have anything and did I infect anybody? So, Riding my bike at 15 miles an hour far away from somebody is probably the healthiest thing I could be doing. Going on my runs and sitting home and playing guitar is probably the healthiest thing I could do. So I do challenge my clients uh, to be taking you know, that into consideration. What's the mind, body, spirit stuff that, um, that we can tap into at this time? Yeah, and I have to tell you, by the way, I, I know we're going to get into this, the seriousness of uh, the profession and, you know, that that Jimmy Buffett, that was probably one of the three most confusing things when I went to school at University of Florida, Gainesville, was, uh, you know, 
I mean, the the Confederate flags threw me for a little bit of a a loop and I had to adjust and have some interesting discussions. But Jimmy Buffett is everywhere. He's a folk hero down there. He's played it. It was played at every bar. (laughs) Margaritaville. (laughs) Exactly. So so it was a cultural introduction. Right. I know he had some health issues the last couple of years. And I'm like, like who like, like as far as like God, the God forbid day. Right. You know, we just, uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Stiller just passed yesterday. Uh, Right. So it's kind of like these people are like cultural icons, you know, like what's like, I I thought about this, like what's going to happen? Like, God forbid, like it's going to be like a literally probably become a holiday, you know, and I'm shocked that I'm not sure if it already isn't, if there's not already Margarita day, you know, Margaritaville day uh, in Florida, but I'm sure at some point, like, you know, I don't have a personal relationship with the guy, but I, but I can tell you that his music and his books have been very therapeutic for me uh, at least 10 or so years ago when I first got into him, really, um, that it does create a psychological landscape of like just being in a very soothing experience. And I think right now, especially, um, we need that. You know, we need those things that we can choose to pivot to. And everybody's using this word pivot, but I'm going to use it in a different framework. You know, it's like, what are you doing for your work pivot? I'm like, what are you pivoting to, to that's more healthy for you? That's more relaxing for you? That's more fun for you? And Jimmy Buffett's music is exactly that. So it's really powerful. I mean, through all of this, my, my Sirius XM in my car, uh, even though I've used one tank and I, in over two months, uh, you know, is set to, to fish radio and, and my mm-hmm. family won't let me listen to it around them, but that's like, it's timeless. And the shows come on from, right. you know, every, from, every from when I was night. in college. Yep. Right. And, and yep. so it, it's a little bit of my place of like, nobody can take that from me. Uh, exactly. No matter what's going on, as long as I can be safe in the car, I don't have to, I can, yeah. I can lower my mask. You create your own <laughs> space. And it's funny. I actually was wearing my fish t-shirt t-shirt yesterday and I was doing uh, facilitating a workshop. And one of the people on there were like, Oh, you're a fish head. I'm like, uh-huh. I want to hear what, <laughs> right. what your loaded package is with that, right? But, but, but we all have, and I think this goes into like a deeper psychology of like brand identification of, of how we show up in the world. And right, whether it's the politic, political landscape right now, where some people are literally wearing it on their hats, right, on, on certain sides, you know, their the, the red, the red hats as a political brand identification, or some people in Jewish, in, in Jewish cultures or other religious cultures may have different headgear and stuff like that, right? Everything's a brand identification in some way, shape, or form. But, but for me, like music, like no one's going to walk up to a person who has a Beatles shirt and be like, man, I have such bad therapeutic issues with that. They ruined my life, right? That's never going to happen, you know? So we need more of these positive things being shown up in our landscape that will be like, oh, okay, that's a good place to go to. So, you know, I'm a big fan of, right, like you said, going to your car, listening to Fish. And I know they're doing a live stream, right? Every Tuesday night, they're doing dinner and a movie uh, of a concert. I haven't caught it. I saw, I saw the ad for it, so I may yeah. have to uh, right? so block a, that out. So thank you, you for that reminder. Right. So this evening, right? <laughs> um, so, right, so for people who need that therapeutic release right now, the beautiful thing about what's going on is that technology has been the biggest blessing for this pandemic period. And you know this as a clinical professional as well as I do that I had to pivot within 24 hours with my entire private practice. And I had to move my entire caseload online in 24 hours. And I only and you had, had a, you had a pretty full caseload, right? I, I have a full caseload. Yeah. I'm seeing 20 to 30 clients a week plus my coaching clients that I was seeing online already. So, um, so the only complaint I had was with someone's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable with it. 
And I share with them, like, listen, as long as you're not 100% hating it, if you hate it 93%, we're going to keep going. And then I started asking my clients, like we were talking about before, you know, I'm not going to ask, because you and I talked about like seeing in these, in all the therapy groups and all these, um, you know, and all the, online. And they're like, well, it's awful. And I don't like it. I'm like, okay, but does that mean you're bringing less value? And I'm asking all my clients that. I'm not asking them, does it feel weird? Does it feel different? Of course it feels weird. And of course it feels different. But are you getting the same value you got from seeing me in person? And every single client says yes. In fact, I actually don't mind it because I'm not now commuting 20 minutes to your office each way. Or I don't have to hustle home from traffic at work. Or I don't have to worry about, you know, X, Y, and Z and getting an extra babysitter. So in a way, it actually has been a benefit. But the value always trumps to me. Not Trump as in the guy in the office, but value always trumps everything else. And I think that's a very important thing during this time where we have to, you know, share with everybody who's listening, provide value, be a value. It's going to oversee everything else. Well, it's really, you know, thank you for, for sharing that perspective, Jason. I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Cause there's this, you want to create safe space for somebody else. And I know, you know, I thank my karate dojos, uh, you know, therapy offices that I've, uh, you know, visited. It's like, if it's not safe, if it's not someplace that makes you feel good to go there, then, you know, you, yeah. yeah. And you're probably, yeah, you're not going to, and you're not going to open up. So I could, I definitely can respect, especially when people are in a house and stuck on a sofa with four people, you know, we've seen these kind of, if you've seen the, the uh, video on Facebook of the teacher who's like talking and saying, everything's fine. Then holding up signs, like help me, you know, like, like they're under hostage. So, exactly. you know, it, it may be hard for clients. Uh, and I have some people who just are reserved to begin with to carve out that space in their home. Uh, the initial sessions may look, you know, how are you going to communicate with your family? I, I meet with Jason at three o'clock on Tuesdays and, you guys yep. keep the dogs and for sure. Right. I have a client, my, one of my clients called me because they were just brought back to work. Their office reopened. They're working from home. So their session was as late as I could do it yesterday, but it was on their drive home. And I know where they, I'm like, Oh, you just, as I'm watching in the rear view mirror, like as I'm looking at the car, cause they're facing this way. Right. And I, I'm like, Oh, you just passed my office. You know? <laughs> like really? I'm like, well, not in person yet, you know, but that's where my office was that you're probably never going to see me in now. But um, cause I know they literally live right around the corner from me. Um, but it, it's interesting to see that like we're, Listen, technology is a blessing. I know all the people that like were obviously before this with, you know, the debates of social media and pri social privacy and tech privacy and all that stuff. But I do have to say that the blessing of, so of technology has been a freaking miracle. It has been lifesavers. It has been resources. People are still making money. People are still being able to get their therapeutic needs met. I told you before, I'm never going to go to a primary care physician again in person. Never. I have teledoc. 12 minutes of waiting online. I see the person from the time I hit schedule a session, right. To be on hold to the time I picked up a prescription was 40 and back home was 45 minutes round trip. That's incredible. Do you, think, do you think that have they attained that efficiency in major cities though, like Los Angeles or New York? I would assume so. Cause the guy I was seeing was all the way up somewhere in North Florida apart, working out of his off his apartment. So, right. It's just the queue that pop, you know, that, that populates whoever they were seeing uh, in that platform of Teladoc. And I know for Flor for Blue Cross Blue Shield, at least in Florida, it's free. The copay, there's no copay. So, um, so if those who are on Blue Cross Blue Shield out who are listening, check with your plan to see. So if you don't have to go wait into a doctor's office, especially now during the pandemic, you can see a primary care just for that. Um, 
but I think, right. Yeah. I think that like efficiency is going to win. I think the people who are putting themselves out in front of people right now, cause you have a captive audience. So I know bands that are doing like Tuesday night, like like fish, right they're, It's not a live concert, but they're doing a, re- a replay of their concerts. But I know so many musicians and bands and people that are like, I'm just, I can now get clients anywhere in the world by teaching a lesson. I can, uh, things have changed radically and I'm, and you know, and I want people to think about how they can keep up and stop thinking about the rules that no longer exist and, and start applying their, their life to a very different uh, platform. Someone just emailed me right before we got on a buddy of mine in New York um, said, Hey, would you be interested in going in a singles dating group for people from New York and California? I'm like, they're equally socially distanced to me as someone who's around the corner that I potentially would go out on a date. They're the same distance right now to me. Right. So exactly. Yeah. So yes, I'll meet someone in Cal Chicago or Toronto or it's the same social distance. I'm not seeing anybody right now anyway. So, <laughs> so we have the rules have to change. Yeah. We're having know? a, uh, um, upcoming show this month with a matchmaker and she's going to talk about how her, her game has changed, but, but in a lot <laughs> of it, right. Just like with athletes, right. Or any other performer, a lot of it is the pre work. How much do you do to really get clear on, what's your ideal mat you know i forget what statistics she told me um april uh bayers her name you know just of the percentage of like tinder swipes that actually Connect. result in a in a in a in a chat like it's so, so minuscule well first so of all so half so. the people on tinder you have to be careful with tinder half the people on there are fake so you know you have to be careful with that right off the bat and there are better dating apps right there's hinge and there's other ones that might be more specific that are much more uh bumble which actually allows the female to 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 talk to the man first if they match so it gives a power back uh in that type of scenario which is really awesome but i would say like you know the people that are whatever we're looking for and i apply this and this is what i speak about a lot um and we were talking about um uh limud which is this really awesome uh, what I would call a Jewish version of TED Talks, the last class I gave from them in February was all about using spiritual lenses to create values-based decision-making in your life and how to, how to define what you want based on those lenses so that you have a higher opportunity to attract that which you're looking for. And that applies not just personally in your relationships and your financials and where you're looking to live and what type of schools you might want to send your children to, or if you want to have children, all those things, but to align and draw people who are similar to that professionally, personally, as well as professionally. Who do you hire? Who do you work with as a business partner? What type of clients you'll take? Someone called me an hour ago um, and they're for sure not going to be a client that's going to fit for my practice. So I'm going to refer them out once I actually get into a, you know, besides what I just heard on the voicemail. So I'm crystal clear with that. And I think that's something like where you're talking about what's the pregame for athletes is like, you know, what are the parameters mindset of everything is what are the parameters that I want to play in and how can I go hundred percent into that and be definitive, be binary. It's a yes or a no. It's a one or a zero. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's really interesting. And, and I want, just want to highlight what, you, what you're speaking about, you know, the portion of, you know, the opportunity for the person behind the therapist here, you know, the opportunity that we have to feel good, that you have to feel the direction you're going, that you're safe to be able to give this care and create this container and, re- and remain balanced. You know, often this is like a step that's missed in burnout and just sure. being the, the, this endless march of dealing with uh, fatigue and healing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Psychology Today has an article more related to what 
you know, medical doctors are doing on the front line right now, but about, um, you know, Zoom fatigue and, and, and burnout. I mean, how many, it's like, it's a never ending. It's, it's right. I, on one side, it's neurologically exhausting because we're, it's, there's a cognitive dissonance of being used to connect with people. Right. And then all of a sudden now we're spending our full day for you and I and other practitioners or other uh, people who are now fully pivoted their business fully online. It's a radically different neurological shift. So there is that like, why am I so tired connecting to people when in real life it might either energize you, right? If you're an introvert and extrovert, but like, but still like there's a cognitive dissonance. There's no handshakes. There's no hugs. There's no high fives. There's no, that whole thing has disappeared even in a business setting where there's a, you know, culturally appropriate touch, all these things we've become completely, you know, we're in a sensory deprivation type of thing. Mm -hmm. We're having all this fear-based data coming in to our life. So we're automatically neurologically put into fight or flight. Like you're talking about like this, this, you know, stress uh, pattern, like our, we're now getting to the stage of adrenal fatigue that we, we went into shock, we went into fight or flight, we went into self-preservation, we went into isolation and massive cleaning, all this stuff. And now four to six weeks in, our adrenals are now drained. So one of the other things that I'm suggesting to my clients is not only, um, because I do a lot of integrated nutrition in my practice, is not only do we need to be taking um, a minimum of 2000 IUs of vitamin D a day, because we're for sure, even in Florida or California, we're still not getting enough vitamin D. And there's research proving that mortality rates are highly connected to vitamin D deficiency, um, but also anything you can do to support your adrenals right now. Any supplementation for your adrenals would be high. So vitamin Bs, make sure you're getting their vitamin B complex because it's, it's stress handling, it's anxiety. And the people who are out there who are like, oh, it's such a long day. I'm going to have a little bit more to drink now because I'm not going anywhere and I'm not driving anywhere. That actually has a deficient, that actually pulls out vitamin B from your body. So this right. kind of state of stress, which you think you're drinking to help yourself to relax at the end of this workday from working at home or being around everybody all your day is actually making it worse for you. Right. And, and of course, you know, consult your doctor if you have any particular, um, you know, thyroid or autoimmune or anything like that. But I know a lot of people have been afraid to reach out. And, and I just learned about uh, a company that does in-home blood testing if you're worried about your own personal levels and don't want to go into a hospital or clinic so you don't have to avoid yourself your care that's the real fear is that you know a lot of elective procedures got canceled and so people said well as long as i don't have corona uh you know (laughs) right there actually is a significant unfortunately right we just have we have to talk about this is reality i don't want to i don't want to beat around the bush there are so there are too many deaths of people who are not doing their self-care because if they have a, a something that doesn't feel right that isn't a symptom for corona that there's they're just not going to the doctor and you still need to go and that's what i'm saying like telehealth is available to you um, for people who are trying to figure out what their nutrition is and their supplementation is, there's functional medicine, functional nutrition practitioners all over the world. So you can find that online by typing in functional medicine practitioner, functional nutritionist near me, and they will order the labs for you. You don't even, you know, most of the people I work with are all online and the, and I'm, I'm actually going to be starting a, a, a training program uh, this summer. So, and I'm going to be fully online as, that, as a new resource to my practice, but there's no excuse now for self-care. You can order weights, you can do push-ups, you can order Amazon Prime if you need to, or Target or Walmart and get the food that you just order a little bit better of a quality food than you're used to. You know, stop ordering all the junk food. I, you know, I do my Amazon Prime Whole Foods order once a week. I think I get one bag of, uh, of gluten-free chips or gluten-free pretzels. That's it. That's my junk. One bag of gluten-free pretzels. 
It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. I know it's tough. I mean, you know, I think there's a tendency to feel if you're stuck in your home. I talked about this in my presentation last night on call it quarantinity, right? What's the opportunity in this quarantine? But there's a feeling that if I'm working in my home office and I got to get up and move, especially when you can't go places, I'm going to walk to the kitchen. And food does give you, food does give you dopamine. I want to empathize with everybody because I've done it. I'm eating a lot more, you know, there's all of a sudden that filter on yeah, desserts every day now, right? Like all of a sudden that was not there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the little bit of, sh- you know, feeling you need that three o'clock sugar is all of a sudden back. So um, that's adrenal. So that's a very common, right? So that's a blood sugar handling issue, but it's also highly connected to adrenals. But I, like you were talking before about autoimmune and thyroid, those people who are, this is showing up for like, I would highly suggest, and I see this in my clients all the time. And I'm like, this isn't an emo- This isn't an emotional thing. This is a, your emotions are secondary to how your body's handling X, Y, and Z and mood shifts and mood changes or your inability to handle stress is a blood sugar regulation scenario. So I, again, going back exactly to what you're saying, like for me, like I found that like if I do some like uh, yogurt with some almond butter in the afternoon, that will help stabilize. And I do the sugar-free, you know, whatever, you know, um, Greek yogurt and a little bit of almond, uh, almond butter, mix it in. I get that little bit of that sweetness. So it tricks my brain. You know, my stomach is coated for the next couple hours of food. Um, but I know like I'm waiting, my, you know, that coffee craving kicks in two, three o'clock in the afternoon and then, then you can't sleep and that whole cycle's all over again. Right. So I get it. And it's something that we read, we're not talking about enough of like, what is true self-care when it even comes to our nutrition process during this time. Yeah. I mean, that was going on before this crisis and that only gets accentuated because yeah. when you're in a crisis and you're just focused on surviving or how you're going to pay the bills, it's really hard to, to make changes. Um, but you know, from, from the book atomic habits, which I read, right. We know like, you know, the, the 1% changes, the really small changes is where I've been trying to push myself because um, you know, we're in it right there with you. And, and I think that's a unique landscape uh, as, as therapists and practitioners that a lot of times clients are talking about things and we have to kind of hold back going, wow, uh, <laughs> I feel the same thing. I mean, it's one thing to go through, you know, grief. I lost my, my father last summer, you know, and say, well, I went through this, but they haven't. 
right? So I know I need to, I can go and take care of that, you know, with my own mm -hmm. consultation or, or grief work, but it's another when you're in the same shoes as your client. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think what you just said is such a powerful thing. And, I, and if it's okay for, you, for me to talk about what you just said for sure, a minute. Sure. Right? I experienced grief, right? You said you experienced grief with the, with the unfortunate loss of your dad last summer. And, 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 and so neurologically, and you know this, but I'm not sure how well the listeners know this, is that our brain is really split up into three, 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 right, three ways. It's the triune brain theory, neocortex, rational brain, mammalian brain, which is our emotions and timeless. Something that we can think about from 20 years ago will trigger our, ner our nervous system and our physiology this, uh, as it is happening right now. And our reptilian brain, which is the fight or flight safety survival. So the work that I do as a therapist and as a neuroemotional technique practitioner, I don't look just as like neck up emotions. I look at things about from the Chinese medicine lens of like where the body carries stored and charged emotions that don't get resolved. And in the five element meridian theory, each pathway corresponds to specific sets of body organs. And each of those body organs are specifically connected to a bunch of emotions. So for me, when I'm hearing someone who said, I have grief, I immediately, you know, connect that back to the lungs and the large intestine. And then that one, that's called the metal meridian. So the body doesn't, you know, only the rational part of our brain makes a narrative around it. But the mammalian and reptilian part of our brain doesn't care. It just knows it feels a certain way. So when people are talking about, well, you know, like you're saying, well, it's a different type of grief. No, no, no. Grief is grief. The only difference is, is our narrative around what that means for us personally. Right. Which is a lot of, yeah, a lot of what EMDR, you know, goes to, to treating is changing that story or addressing it. Exactly. And so for me, from the perspective I'm working at, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter to me because the story can be more saturated or not. I just want to help you change the nervous system response so you can come to a neutral place because someone's grief about losing their job during this time can go into the story of, you know, what's the reason why it's such a problem for them? And that story can be so many different layers. No, and it could be the exact same story that you, the same story behind you losing your father and why that's besides, obviously it's a loss of a human life and the person who's been one of the closest people in your life, but what specifically the worst part about that for you could have the exact same or different meaning than someone else going through a grief situation and having the same or different narrative or what the worst part about that for them is. Right. So it's interesting when people, and I had a conversation about this with somebody before they're like, well, I wouldn't go to someone uh, who's a couples counselor who isn't married or I'm like, okay, but like I have clients who are HIV positive and I don't have HIV and you know, or I have clients who have all these functional medicine-based symptomology uh, that, you know, they have lupus or they have obsessive compulsive disorder or they have OCD. And through the new integrative nutrition protocols, we've helped them get better. I don't need to have that problem in order to help you. I need to see outside of the lens, outside of the picture frame that you're stuck in. So I want right. to give you a perspective that I know very much you agree with. In fact, somebody who may have had the exact or a similar story to you may be just stuck in that. Yep. And that perspective, right, right? And that bias, exactly. And, um, you know, I, I've had MMA fighters on. I have uh, some shows coming out with, uh, with you know, Kevin Casey, who uh, former, he, he's married to Muhammad Ali's daughter, former Gracie student. And he was discussing now as a, a sensei, as he teaches people, that if he's busy only in his ego of only seeing, you know, who's doing well or who's doing it right, if he's not attuned to every single student and what they need, 
uh, and, and maybe a doctor, right? You can, he's not going to use his hands and punch hard. There's a reason, a very good reason. If you're not connected to that person, you're just busy with your ego as the, the master, uh, because you know, that was what you had to do to train and get better. You cannot effectively reach another human being. So, you know, being able to really see somebody's experience and be open to it sometimes means I don't have this story playing in the background of, Oh, I know it. Cause I've been through it. I already, I already got it. I got yeah. your story. <laughs> and I have this very strong belief with everybody that I work with that I'm never going to let them commit, convince me of the story that they've been telling is truly their actual potential. In other words, right. We all come in with justifications and excuses and limitations of why we're stuck. And that's why they end up with me and you. Right. But the story that they keep telling about that is kind of as if right, it's so heavily loaded and it's so stuck in a groove, right? A record groove, right? Telling the same thing over and over again, that in a way they're trying to convince the world that that's so. And our job as, as, as professionals is, is to never allow them to convince us that. And I tell my clients that. I'm like, so you've been saying that you aren't good at this or this hasn't happened for you or you keep ending up in these bad relationships. If I believe that to be true for you, how would I be able to be helpful for you? right? If I believed, you know what, you're right. That's what it's going to be. And now with all these stories, you have convinced me. I'm on your side. You are so right. How can I be a pivotable, you know, a person who's going to help them shift and change and pivot? Because my job is not to carry that. My job is to, and then my job is to say, you don't have to carry that. That's just a narrative and a story. So I really do. And I think Esther Hicks from the laws of attraction said that like, she's never, ever going to let anybody convince them that the reality that they're holding in right now is the reality that's authentic and, and, and completely fulfilling for them. Because if it was, they wouldn't be sitting here in front of me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That, that really the power of, um, you know, being in the roles we're in uh, and to really be reminded to, to keep, that perspective going for your clients and it's hard it's tempting to get pulled in um you know famous scene from robin williams and what dreams may come right and trying to pull his wife up from the the grim hell of depression and suffering and you know after after a while uh of trying to pull he gets pulled down too so yeah yeah the quicksand theory right it's it's i tell my clients this all the time two things one is you can never make yourself feel bad enough to get someone else to feel better. You can never be poor enough to make someone who's poor feel richer. You can never make yourself sick enough to help someone who's sick get healthier and right and so forth. But two, you know, when we try to solve a problem and you, I mean, this is so right, right in, in your, literally on your field um, as a sports psychologist is the, the fight or flight that we get stuck in when we try to solve a problem from a place that feels like crap, when we're in that fight or flight, when we're in that emergency mode, is not proactive. It's completely, completely reactive. So I tell my clients all the time to never solve a problem from a place that feels like crap. Because you're in, you're in quicksand. And the more you try to move when you're in quicksand, the faster you get stuck. So that's exactly the, the example I give. Like, no, no, that's a quicksand thought. That's a quicksand perspective. Okay. So let's avoid that for a second. Let's go talk about something else. Let's get to a place of feeling better or talking about something that feels good to you. And from there, now let's go back and solve that problem. Yeah, I, I, I've been talking about it a lot lately. And, I, you know, I think one of the main, besides you mentioned technology and the abilities of technology to help us pivot or, or change the directions or the ways in which we release people. And, you know, never mind that it doesn't fully replace the hug or the handshake and, and that we need that. But besides technology, I think mindfulness is the greatest gift of this quarantine, you know, that at whatever age, 
you know, with the amount of apps and things like the ability, you know, when, when early on in this process, I had a, a, probably the first week, I'm not sure if it was COVID or not, but I had a fever. I, I kicked my ankle. I rolled it trying to socially distance from people on our, you know, non-paved, uh, unpaved streets out front. I, I hit my elbow on the fireplace. I couldn't move. I was like a bubble boy. And in that gift of sitting still here, trying to do my, <laughs> I couldn't do any more than I was doing right now, but I got a great appreciation for stillness. And, and you know, and we're always trying to tell, you know, kids and things like that, you know, just sit still, just sit still. Uh, you know, but some of these apps really are, if you can power, tap into breathing, if you can tap into visualization, um, if you could just allow yourself to notice, I mean, it's kind of ironic right here in LA, we've had some of the best air quality, we have hummingbirds and butterflies. So yeah. I heard you had an earthquake though a few days ago or a few weeks ago. I don't know uh, yeah. Like 10 days ago, you yeah. know, there was a big, a big jolt. So it's pretty funny how you're talking about fight or flight. You kind of, I hear you're so used to it that you're like, okay, is it a short one or? <laughs> so I was there on the, the one that, the ones that happened over July 4th weekend. So those were pretty big this past summer. I was there for those. Oh days. yeah. Oh, that was not. Uh, yeah, that was that was a a non pleasant experience for me. As I was in the shower, and I'm like, okay, this isn't stopping. My friend didn't come back into the house, and the door didn't just shut. Do I run out naked into the little? <laughs> Is this building gonna collapse on me? Because I can handle a hurricane. We know it's coming for three weeks. But an earthquake, you know, especially when you're in the shower and it's the first time you had one of that magnitude in your life, it's scary. So it's yeah, we probably have the opposite experience. We're so used to them, you're kind of like, oh, just right. Yeah, just but I remember coming out here from New York early on and being like, when you see the chandeliers shaking and the, um, but again, a chance to take a breath. You know, I always use the metaphor of the squirrel, right? Kind of quickly assess: is it safe? <laughs> which tree do you need to climb up or where do you need to go to get to safety? Um, the first thoughts that people have when it comes to that is, is to run outside. Well, no, is this the big one? Right. That's one of the, like, is this, well, I think people, especially people who've lived through like the Northridge Craig, that was before I was out here, but things like that, uh, where, where things got really unsafe. Yeah. Right. But, it, but, it, but every year when you get your home insurance policy out here and it asks you if you want your earthquake coverage, you're like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> if the insurers are making money on it, you know, it's like. That's a cynical perspective, but it is a part of our yeah, uh, California reality. And um, But, you know, look, I've noticed a lot of other people in quarantine. They're talking to me and they're looking out the window and almost what's going on. They're like it's raining again. I can't even go outside. So I know for the, the week we had out here of rain. Um, I mean, and for people without resources, right? We had a leak in two of our rooms when all of a sudden your small place gets even smaller. Um, right. People lost air conditioning. How do I bring someone in during this time? Right. Are they even in a service? All that stuff. Yeah. I have friends who are right. Literally it was a blizzard, right? A blizzard in uh, Colorado last week. It was right? snow all across the North. Right. That whole thing from Colorado all the way over to New York. So right, the blessings that we have to also take a look at in all of our scenarios, right? Maybe it's a good thing that it did snow so hard in those places because those were maybe some of the States where they're like, we're going to open up the state and maybe it would have been too soon. And that kept people inside. I don't know. I don't run the universe. I don't understand how things are happening and working. I just, I don't even look at news apps. I have no news apps on my phone. I have, I don't even, I haven't looked at the news. The news has not been on my TV. In fact, the TV is only on for on demand or, you know, I'm, I'm finally catching up on the office. I'm that far behind. Um, <laughs> So how, so, so how do you do that? How do you, I mean, you know, I want to, I want to make sure we get to your podcast and how you've adjusted, obviously giving up a lot of 
speaking gigs for the short future. But how do you do that, right? How do you balance staying in the know, staying informed with keeping your mental sanity and, and, and controlling the controllables, right? So I know what I need to know because whatever's showing up on my Facebook feed of the two sides of my social group is pretty uh, applicable to what's going on in the country. So, you know, you have the people all the way on one side that everything's a conspiracy theory and everybody's involved with everybody's stuff and this person's making money off this and, and right, and, and it's uh, the, to get everybody vaccinated and blah, 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 and the population in control and, and Fauci's making money and there's the, you know, the Blue Angels were chemtrails that they were being able to do, right, with five. You have that extreme and then you have like, nope, everybody needs to stay in place. Don't go anywhere, even 40 feet near anybody. Stay at home, right, blah, 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 blah right, both extremes. And I'm like, okay. If that's what's going on on my feed, magnify that by what's going on on, on the news, right? And obviously, social media and people, you know, the, the, what's the, the telephone game, obviously, is, is what social media is. I then just, from there, I'm like, yeah, all right, so this is what's going to show up on my feed. How much, I'm only producing things on my feed and putting things out on my feed that are positive, good for alls that are healthcare, meaning like self-care related, that are uh, uplifting stuff, that are the research on vitamin D, that like, hey, listen, uh, right now, everybody should be taking, like I said before, that 2000 IUs of vitamin D because of the research that is being shown uh, on there. So this is a good for all. This is not a political thing. This is hardcore data of this will help your immunity if you're autoimmune for sure. If you have food allergies and nature allergies, vitamin D is gonna be a, a big boon for you no matter what. So this is a good for all. So I think that like when I'm focusing on that, I'm focusing on all the workshops I'm giving online. I think, let's see, Saturday night, I led a singles mixer. Sunday night, I gave a, uh, a young professionals class on what's your dating brand. Last night, I jumped on a uh, online happy hour. Uh, tonight, I'm going to be doing, I don't know, right? So when I'm trying to work out in between that and take care of whatever else, and I my podcast every day at lunchtime. I book Monday through Thursday podcast interviews, whether I'm on yours, right, and somebody else's, yes. or, or I'm doing mine for my podcast. So um, That's incredible. So yeah, so tell us a little bit about your podcast. I mean, I see you've done a ton of episodes that the, the quality of the subject matter is fascinating and, and we hope to be a guest someday. Yeah. So the, so the you winning life podcast came as an offshoot of my private practice. Um, there's so many topics that I feel that are coming up consistently uh, with all of my clients and you know, very particular with who I draw and I do draw like you do, like you're in the elite performance category. I think I draw elite young professionals and my young professionals can be anywhere from 15 to 60, but they're still like people who are tapped into wanting to become better. They're not going to stay stuck in a victim uh, mindset and it's not anybody else's fault. I have to take ownership. I have to take accountability. I have that in my private practice over the years. I've been doing this thing that I mentioned before called neuro emotional technique, uh, which is a clinically researched and journal published mind body modality that gets rid of self-sabotaging or unresolved stress patterns. And the last three years, I've been really involved in this entrepreneur community um, where I'm now a certified business coach through that. So I've been introduced to some heavy, heavy, heavy hitters in that world that are real deal that if you had no clue they existed, you would never know because they're not blowing it up on social media. And here's my Lambo. And here's like all those people that we, you know, we, we, we hate. These are real deal business entrepreneurs that are creating programs for business owners to bring more simplicity, probability, and leverage. And it's all through word of mouth. Um, and it's really values-based community. So 
one of the people in that community had a podcast who I became very close with. I was in an accountability group with that person. And at a certain point, I'm like, I've never thought about doing this. I'm actually born an introvert and all my speaking and, and all this other stuff is really something that has become a practice talent for me. Um, and once I realized that I can do it, I actually hired his podcast guy to start doing my editing. Um, cause he started his own company after leaving full-time working for this gentleman. And, um, I'm about to by the end of, by July. So I started this past summer in July. Um, the first by July 4th, that will be 50 episode 50. Um, Amazing. Yeah. So the person actually who inspired me the most, um, Matt Monero is a his gentleman. He, he has a book and a podcast called You Need More Money. Um, his company does about $150 million a year and um, in financing for trucks and big rigs, but he's also just an incredible human being, a real do human being. So I'm saving his episode uh, for my 50th. Uh, That's incredible. Of my birthday, so July 4th, a few weeks. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. So yes, yeah, so, so it's psychology, spirituality, natural wellness, and entrepreneurship as the four pillars that I believe are, will help someone become the most successful human being. Wow. Well, well, Jason, I mean, I think we could dish for, for a few hours here on a couple of subjects. I'm pretty amazed with, with all the traveling, the weekend uh, retreats you do, which uh, in another day and age, I'd love to, to collaborate on. And um, so many things, including, yeah, I just did my first Zoom online presentation, Zoom room. Um, so how to manage the chat box and give yep. your presentation could be a whole webinar in itself. So um, I'm but, actually thinking uh, about doing that, right? Because I've, I've been doing this since my podcast. And I think that's, I've been using Zoom since last summer for my podcast. So I'm like, I should just do a Zoom chat one night for people to teach people how to do this for an hour, just for fun. Because, right, you said, like, you had to work your way through it, and I'm working with one of these nonprofit groups, and I'm teaching them how to do it. So. It's been the greatest gift for me. The greatest yeah. gift for me is somebody who sends me, like, there's this guy, Todd.tv. He tells you, like, how to do an Instagram Live, everything with Instagram. So it's like, you know, here we are. Like, we, I used the technology before, but now all those things that people used to say, you should do a live video. You should do it. You know, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now to know the intricacies of the technology and exactly how to do it, having someone explain to you, look, I've been doing uh, self-care. You know, last night I was studying how to appropriately paint the uh, inside of a door. I don't even know what you call that side of a door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, learning how to do these things, and, and, you know, and like, and interesting details, right? Like you don't want to do it where like a dog or a pet could come in while you were painting, like details, but it's really, you know, having experts explain things to you and be able to practice them at home. So if anyone needs a self-care thing, uh, get your get your green thumb on or, or pick up a hammer and hang some pictures, put yeah. some put some landscapes around you to pick up your mood. Well, what's but, the thing? Everybody's baking banana bread, right? That's like flour anywhere. I'm like, well, I'm free. I don't have to worry about that. I just have to get my free flour. But like, right, that's the thing. Everybody's baking banana bread right now. Like that's the thing, right? Not everybody, but a lot. <laughs> but like, you know, there's a yeah. shortage of, of flour and baking goods and ingredients. <laughs> that's right. You can find toilet paper now, but not banana bread ingredients. So. It's funny. One of our friends uh, works at Trader Joe's and he posted on Mother's Day, like, I don't know what you're all doing with, uh, you know, vodka and dill, but uh, I hope your mothers are happy. Something like that. Like he listed what the most frequently purchased items were. Wow. <laughs> so we're getting into a little bit of a pickling thing, you know? Maybe so it was a, a pickled meat and, and mixed yeah. drinks, I think it sounded like. <laughs> but that's just well, one area. A good, I did see a good recipe for uh, Nova for locks with vodka and um, 
right? Wow. To, to make your own Nova with, with vodka and salt and pepper. And I'll sugar. take the challenge. I mean, I'll listen, take it. It's <laughs> pretty simple. Yeah, apparently you can't screw it up. So. <laughs> well, Jason Wasser from the family room uh, from uh, the podcast name is you winning life, you winning life coming up on episodes. I think you get through 46 now, somewhere in there. We're almost, yeah. We're I think 44, 45 just dropped. So check yeah. that out on iTunes. Uh, you can't miss it. Great graphic there. Share with us uh, in closing. I know you got to get back to work, uh, how people can reach you and, and stay in touch other than sure. uh, the show notes, which we'll post under the comments. Absolutely. So yeah, so Instagram is the easiest. Uh, Jason Wasser, LMFT, which stands for Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. And there's two S's in Wasser. Uh, but also my practice is the Family Room SFL, which stands for South Florida. Dot com. So G, uh, the family room, SFL.com. And that's all, all there. So happy to be researched. Amazing. Well, a lot of gratitude for you, for your tips and, and mentorship and for leading the way with, with telehealth, with being able to change the ways in which we deliver service and care to community uh, to reach out and try and be a model for healthy self-care, spirituality and uh, adaptation and, and, uh, you know, dare I say, pivoting in in, uh, in in changing times. I'm thankful for you and for your flexibility today, and um, hope to keep the connection going. Looking forward, and yeah, definitely can't wait to have you online and bring bring a lot of what you have in the world to to my community. Thank you so much. Well, that was an informative uh, visit from colleague and speaker, a therapist of the family room, uh, Jason Wasser. Thank you. If you haven't already, check him out on Instagram or give his podcast a shout out. Thank you to all the guests who make time and uh, effort to be present with us on the Richard Listen Show. Thank you to all of you for bringing your authentic voice, listening, commenting, contributing on Instagram and for all of you who've begun donating even a dollar, three dollars to the show on patreon.com slash Richard listens, please do not hesitate. Do so now share with two friends. We cannot uh, provide this material uh, without your support. So thank you for doing that from the bottom of my heart for helping me maintain my passion and show up for you. I'm Richard listens and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.